welcome back to the oral health podcast now because it's eating disorders awareness week this week um eating disorders unsurprisingly they've got a lot of ties to oral health and um because of that we wanted to spend some time talking about it um if you want to listen even further back, we did a, a little series a while ago with Beat, who are the eating disorder charity for the UK, at least the biggest one that we're aware of, um, with their survivors. And they talked about how their eating disorders impacted their oral health, which we will link um, in the description of this podcast. Um, but we're just here to give you a really brief overview of the facts of the effects it has on your teeth and your mouth um, when you have an eating disorder. Um Karen, obviously, the, the dental expert here, um, not quite as cheery as a topic as Valentine's Day was last week, but just as important. It is a very important. And I think when we think of eating disorders, we obviously think of the the two you know, most common ones, which is anorexia nervosa and bulimia nervosa. Uh, however, there are lots of other different ones. So you may... You may think that you don't have a, a disorder, but you know you may you may actually have a difficult relationship with food that doesn't fall into the anorexia or bulimia category, but it's still as uh, as important to uh, to recognise that there are many different types. They all need um, careful and, and sympathetic treat treatments. And they can be very, very difficult to get out of. Um, and I think it takes it, it takes somebody more professional from that sort of angle than than we are to diagnose and help. But like you say, there are a lot of links to oral health with um, many of these disorders. So obviously, you know, the, the, the one that jumps out is, is your um bulimia where people uh, binge because obviously the the uh, the acid uh, when they're vomiting it's hitting the backs of the teeth and mm -hmm. it can cause quite a lot of erosion so that's really important to remember that uh, you're, you're not don't brush your teeth as tempting as it may be um, when you've been sick don't brush your teeth because that will add to the erosion what you want to do is try and remineralize your mouth as quickly as possible after this acid attack. So you want to chew sugar-free gum, if you can do that, uh, rinse with a fluoride mouth rinse, which would probably be the, the, the quickest way. So get the fluoride mouth rinse and, and give yourself a, a good... If you can't get to a rinse... Um, use some water at least mm -hmm. it will dilute it so we're talking about minimalizing um the the damage that that can be caused so there are other other uh, eating disorders that that um involve vomiting so binge eating disorder there are also quite some rarer ones like pika which is um eating non-food substances yeah. so people could be eating things that are um very hard that can damage the teeth and strain the jaw um it, it can be yeah, damage the gums mm -hmm. etc yeah things like so, rocks rocks is a very common thing to eat yes yes sponges uh, yeah 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 i mean the, 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 i don't think there's any end to what people may find that they want to eat um 
and it's it's an impulse that you can't just sort of say to somebody we'll stop doing it just stop it doesn't work like mm-hmm. that unfortunately um some people also avoid or restrict the food that that they have which is called ARFID so that's avoidant restrictive food intake disorder so that can be things that they don't like the texture of or the smell of or the appearance of um or they can have a fear of choking or vomiting so they would they can associate that with certain um certain foods and it could even be like the color of food you know you don't need anything that's green or brown or whatever and and that is a um another one where you're limiting the types of food that might be helpful to the health of your teeth and gums as well so it's important to have a look at what uh what people may be avoiding and what they deem to be their safe foods and that they will eat so Mm -hmm. that's a good one um to to you know have an effect on the the oral health that people may not have heard from heard of not from yeah 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 and um so obviously because you are a dental dental nurse and you know an expert in oral health you know um a lot about the effects that it has on your mouth um so my i have a certain level of mental health training um which does cover eating disorders and everything that you've mentioned there's a lot of misconceptions around especially things like binge eating disorder where people think it's it's the same as having a, oh, I'm going to have a, a large pizza and I'm really full, but actually I want to just finish it. And it's like, that's not the same thing. It's a really, really, really destructive and disruptive yeah. Um, yeah, condition like any eating disorder. And I think with, with eating disorders as well, often a dentist may be the first person that notices mm-hmm. the, the symptoms of um, an eating disorder. And it can be quite a neutral place I suppose for somebody to either discuss with their dentists the fact that they may be doing something that they they think may be slightly different in the way that they see food and the way that they um, eat food or don't eat food as it as however it is Um, but dentists also can have a look and if they see um, sort of you know different wear patterns on people's teeth so as I said the inside of the teeth or the backs of the teeth that would indicate somebody is vomiting regularly so there will be sort of a almost um, a loss of enamel but it will almost be like a spoon shaped in the back of at the back of the tooth so if a dentist does see that I think it may I suppose it depends on the relationship that you have with the patient but it may be worth just speaking to them because it may be the first that that is the first time that they've ever thought about it or that anybody has ever mentioned mentioned a you know a possible eating disorder to them so mm-hmm. it might be the the step that they need to to get help um but you know and i think it's is important that um like on a medical history as well if you have a history of an eating disorder something the dentist really needs to know as well because there are different things that show we say we've talked about the eroded enamel that will lead to tooth sensitivity 
possible discoloration of the teeth as the enamel wears away, the dentine underneath will show and it is a sort of a darker and a yellowy colour. Some people may have um, an enlarged parotid gland, that's a salivary gland, so that might be might be enlarged. So when the dentist is actually having a feel round when they're doing their uh, oral cancer check, they may notice that that's a bit bigger. Um, they possibly have dry mouth as well. So that's something, again, that you can look at. Oral thrush is quite common as well really? with people with certain eating disorders. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of people with eating disorders do grind and clench their teeth as well because they're under stress. You know, mm -hmm. they've, they've got a, a disorder that they, they have no control over. Yeah. So it's, it leads to a lot of stress and that leads to clenching and grinding of teeth. So you could be at risk of any of those. So it is worth discussing it with your dentist. Even if you haven't spoken to a doctor, even if you haven't really kind of got your head around it and, you know, you think you, you might need some help. If you've noticed any of those things in your mouth, speak to your dentist because they will know, um, how to look after your teeth and it might just be that little starting point that you need to get the help that that uh will put you yeah. back into a, a position where you're, you're back in more control absolutely there is also things um so i think you might like ednos or i think it goes by a different name now so eating disorder not otherwise specified so oh, yes it's, it's um it's it's a different acronym Os, now, but when I did Osfed, my training, it was Ednos. So I think it's Os Osfed now. Osfed. It's called other specified feeding or eating disorder. Yeah. Okay. And so that's that can be any sort of disordered of eating. Yeah, absolutely. In the, so atypical yeah. anorexia, um, short-term bulimia, um, short-term binge eating, short-term um, purging, and night eating syndrome, hmm. which is one that you kind of it's, I, I've not I've not heard of it before you know um, doing some research on oral health and eating disorders but that is where you repeatedly eat after waking up from sleep or eating a lot of food after your evening meal so like the supper time mm. so um, you're more likely to eat more at night or wake from sleeping and want to eat so that's uh, another one so it's almost like you're not noticing the calories that you're having probably or the amount of food you're eating because yeah. it's out of the meal time maybe yeah but, um, but even little things ones, like, and as i say um, that osfed yeah <coughs> also, i'm curious if you've got any information on orthorexia uh yes i i have <laughs> she says because yes, that could that's a tricky one at least as a layman yeah. in oral health terms because you if you don't know it is categorized as like an obsession with health food so yeah. that which actually, on the surface yeah. sounds good doesn't it but it becomes but, obsessive and yes um, it is very obsessive so um and what people perceive as being pure and impure can vary from person to person so we're not when it won't always be something that is particularly good for them but they see it or it's perceived to be pure but any restrictive diet that doesn't have something from every group 
of vitamins and minerals and nutri nutrients that we need is not a healthy diet. So even if you did have somebody whose orthorexia only let them eat green vegetables or fruits or whatever it may be, that's not going to be a balanced diet. So even if it may be pure and they only eat things that have been grown out the ground, it's not um it's not covering every every food group that they need so they are missing out on vital nutrients to keep their gums uh teeth healthy and the rest of the bodies yeah yeah and as well, we've uh, heard from people with sorry. um no we've heard from people with anorexia the um to get through the, the day they needed that energy hit and so they reach for the sugary sweets and um, I think lollipops was one that was cited mm. as the the most common that mm -hmm. they'd reach for was like they'd suck lollipops. And obviously that attacks your teeth with sugar all day if you're doing that. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, they do it regularly um, because you want something that is not food, really. Something that you can, um, it, it's just sort of easy to get down, isn't it? But um yeah it it's not great because you're doing it over a long period of time um but yes there is far more to it when you actually look into into it and you know as i say we only know the two most uh common ones but this it's so complex that it must be really really difficult to treat because everybody is so different and um you know, there's so much online as well, which is worrying. Um, teaching how people how to be successful at having an eating disorder. Mm -hmm. And it, it's terrible that young people have, and, you know, it often starts off with, um, starts off with the right intentions that somebody wants to improve their, their diet or they want to improve um they lose some weight or whatever and it becomes an obsession so it's it's trying to give young people a, a, a healthier attitude to to food and what they need and to improve body image as well i think would would all help but mm -hmm. um you know it's not always about that and that's just one one part of it but it's not always about that it is predominantly about control isn't it yeah having something that you can control um and it's such a tricky one because it affects so many more people than i think we realize and as well lots of the representations that you see are of women but actually men 25 percent of cases of eating disorders yeah. occur in males and it's growing as well it's growing yeah at a ridiculous male. rate yeah. and yeah. there's nothing that we can say to someone that has an eating disorder but doesn't want help to make them get help they no. need to make that decision yeah. on their own but they think it's wrong it's, to have help because yeah you know it's going to make them put on weight or it's going mm -hmm. to make them stop doing what they do and they feel that they've got to do it so getting help is is really really brave because you're going against what your head is telling you yeah. saying don't do that what for heaven's sake what do you want help for you want to you know be the best at this and that's why and, i think uh, we, we we can't underplay the role a dentist can have in eating no. disorder care because someone mm. going oh actually um 
there's this the and this wearing away of the inside of your teeth is that what's causing that and planting the seeds of i'm not actually as healthy as i think i am it can actually i think do a lot mm -hmm. more than mm -hmm. maybe you might think initially mm -hmm. um but i know yeah, what, I mean, you're a dentist this... how would you or dental nurse how would you approach <clears throat> that with someone well i think uh, um we did um there was an article in the probe that we we wrote in um uh with some training for um dentists and the dental team on um eating disorders which we can pop the link up for yeah absolutely and it's actually training that has been um developed with you know people in a a much better position that um <laughs> to know what to do and actually the doctor herself suffered with an eating disorder when she was younger and um it, it's it's very good training and we did have 50 percent discount for it i don't know whether that'll still work but if anybody does want it i can send them the link for that and i'm sure that they would would do it it's um yeah uh dr elizabeth mcnaught um and there is um, a psychologist and there's a professor of psychology um and they work obviously at a South London and Morsley NHS Foundation Trust um, that has an eating disorder centre. So they know exactly um, what they do. And I mean, they, they look in the this, uh, managing emergencies in eating disorders because it can get to the stage that it is a medical emergency that they have to uh, intervene. Mm -hmm. And um, it is, it, I, I found it very, very useful, the, the training. And um, it, it certainly helped from a dental point of view. Um, you know, a dentist may say, right, OK, now we've got to the bottom of uh, what's happening. Let me prescribe for you some high fluoride toothpaste. Let me you know, give you a mouth guard that will prevent you from grinding and clenching your teeth. So with things that they can help you with, even if you're not ready to address the eating disorder as a whole, if you speak to your dentist, there may be things that they can do in the interim yeah. until you're ready for that help. So I think it's it's worth being open. Um, it might be less threatening at the dentist as well, because they're not a medical person that's going to make you go and have treatment or talk you into it or, you know, it's it's coming from a different angle i suppose yeah and, and we'll definitely put the training information in the description of the podcast and i know you'll uh we'll see if that discount still works we'll put it in and if it doesn't sorry missed it <laughs> should have read the probe <laughs> when it came out at the time <laughs> but um you know next time we'll be back discussing something a little bit more cheerful um but it's a discussion I think we needed to have because it's very important, actually. Uh, we can't talk about Definitely. oral health without overall health, as we always say. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it is important. And as I say, you know, small steps. Don't think of it as a big, as a big uh, the, the overall. Just think of making small steps towards um, a healthier you. <laughs> <laughs>